the dream job. Every wannabe it girl has one. We dream to reach a certain place, a point where you can make money doing something amazing and excellent and hopefully that you love. And we put this job as a destination and kind of on a high shelf pedestal, if you will. And you crave to have it. But what if you never get there? Or worse, what if you have the dream job and lose it? In today's episode, we're going to talk about why you need to see your job as what you do and not as who you are. Welcome to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. I'm your host, Marley Fragging, and I'm here to help you filter out all the bullshit and become the next It Girl. This podcast explores the reality of what it really takes to make it out there. As it turns out, it is way less Instagramable than I thought it was going to be. I'm still very much a work in progress, but there's simply nothing else I'd rather be doing than chasing my dreams. So let's learn from my mistakes and work together to achieve our dreams with more confidence, clarity, and direction. Let's get after it. We place so much of our identity in our jobs, our titles of what we do with our life. It's, I think, a cultural thing that maybe we learn from school or something, but having a great job or a sparkly job gives us something, some sort of status or meaning or place in the world. And the weight of this job means so much to you and maybe to others. But at the end of the day, it's just a job. It sort of has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Let's use a really fucking dark example. Harvey Weinstein, (laughs) horrible person who abused countless women and God knows what other emotional abuse people had to adore that were around him. And what did he do? He made and produced movies. The guy has an Academy Award and countless Tonys. And do we think he is a good guy because of his job? There was a point in Hollywood where this man was the best there was at the job. And he's horrible. It didn't matter how good he was in the past or even was at the time when all this came out. He was still a horrible person or is a horrible person. And what he did might have played into why he was enabled to do the things he does, but who he was as a person has nothing to do with his job. So we put so much weight in our job as like an identification factor. Well, like I said, if I had to guess, I think this comes from the educational system. You know, you identified yourself with what grade you were in. You identified yourself with what school you went to, what rivalries your school was in, and then even down to what clique you were in. And we use this to ID ourselves in the world. And when you leave the pillars of education, we turn our job now into our status and pinpoint of those things. It's a natural progression. So let's say you want to be an influencer, a very it girl job, but you're just starting out. You haven't even hit 10K. You're doing all of the things, but it's just it's not working. It's not taking off. 
So in the eyes of others, and quite honestly, maybe yourself, are you a failure? No. If you are doing the things, you're a doer, you're a hard worker, you're resilient. It's not that you're not an influencer. You might be very well on your way of being an influencer, but having the title of influencer means so much more to people because it's something we can reach out and almost touch or understand. Instead, look at all of the character aspects that are building up while trying to reach this title or even while reaching the title. You might start to see that we are compiled of our actions and the things we do and who we are as people, as characters, as doers in the world, and not just the title that's on the name tag on your desk. You're not a failure because You haven't gotten to where you're going yet. That doesn't make you a failure. If you aren't doing the work, then literally maybe that's actually the problem, but that's not the point we're making. But I'm talking about the work of being a human. Yeah, I would say maybe you need a reality check because jobs aren't that serious. I mean, it is because it makes your livelihood, but like what you do, it's not that serious. I always say this to my production friends when we're freaking out about, you know, something not being there and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, it's just a commercial. I've literally been on sets where a printout wasn't there and we were acting like it was the end of the world. Not that serious. And my favorite thing to say is we're not curing brain cancer. And if you are curing brain cancer and you're listening to this Honestly, so proud for you. Hope you're not like giving yourself a ton of pressure and uh, make sure to breathe. But that's not the point. Not every job is curing brain cancer. So we don't need to act so intense about it. The past year, I actually watched someone pretty close to me very surprisingly lose their job. And it wasn't because they weren't good at it. They're actually very, very good at it. But the world around them literally started to fall apart because they felt like without their job, they lacked meaning, they lacked direction. And I've been there too. I've put so much of my identity into what I want to be doing that I have lost so much of all the things I've gained along the way. And I put my only identifying factor into the title when really I've learned so much more along the way. But you just can't put that much significance into one title. When the person is doing a job, that person is the person and not the job. And that person has a lot more things and a lot more layers than just that one singular job. So there comes a time in our work-life balance. I hate that phrase, work-life balance, but work-life balance where you have to turn off Slack You have to turn off the email. You need to create space where there's absence of the job. For example, I used to not do any acting things or entertainment related things on the weekends because my week was so absolutely crammed with it that that was the time I had to have off because if I let it just seep and run every bit, I was miserable doing the thing I loved. You need to see a person as a whole person, not just a job. So for instance, this could look like 
if you're a graph, you know, those like graphs in middle school, your job could be all the way up to 85%, maybe even 95%. But how's the mental? Like, is that looking like a 40? How's your fun life? That's probably looking like a 12. And then how's your relationships? Like, is that what's that percentage looking like? So as a person, you want to even those scores out. It's said more easily. I think we just fling it around the idea of balance and it doesn't have to be so tit for tat. You're not counting score, but just taking the time to be focused on something else instead of just focusing on that one sole thing, which will eventually lead to burnout. Think of these different personalities, if you will, kind of like changing outfits or switching hats is the idea. When's your job hat on? When your friend hat on? When is your sister, daughter, mother, whatever hat on? And think about switching them. And so the thought right there is like, I am in daughter mode, for example, and I can't switch to work mode because it would be a disservice to be in not giving my best in that mode. And it's not so black and white. It's not on and off. It's just sometimes taking down the level of intensity that identifies us from our job will make us see that you are so much more than what you do. Like, for instance, I think a good example of this, I haven't seen it all, but is the show Severance. Severance talks about this idea of like work life, different minds and how it would be good to separate them, but maybe it's bad. So like, we're not talking about that you're never, ever going to say again, your job and as an identifying factor, you will, it's part of you, but it's not the only factor of you at the end of the day, the dark end of the day, you know, sitting on, oh, so fucking dark, like your deathbed. You're not going to think about that one time you didn't win employee of the month or didn't get that interview or second round interview for the dream job. You're going to think about the type of person you were and do you regret it? And did you not show up in other aspects of your life? So what if you have that dream job? You've got it. You still can't be so attached to it because dream jobs, they end. They might end for you. It might end for many different reasons. Or what if it just sucks? Because at the end of the day, all good things do come to an end. And I'm very much learning this. I've had to learn to separate myself from what I do, even though it might be my dreams. You can make it so dire, so intense. So this is it. And this is all I've got. And you have to take your foot off the gas a little bit there because you have to look at the other elements of your life. Like you're being so needy. You're being so intense about the job or the thing that maybe you're pushing away some success in that space. You have to take care of the other elements outside for maybe those things to become more pleasant, more easier and be in those things. I mean, I've definitely learned with acting that if I push, push, push and drive, 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 the farther I get away from loving it, the farther I get away from having people see that I'm confident and settled in this. And I think that can be true if you are in the dream situation. And what if you get there and it's just not as great as you thought and you want to leave. Like that's a huge change in your life. And you're going to have to make sure that other areas of your life 
can still support your, your relationship, your friends, relationships, not just like romantic, but friends, parental, emotional, just the things you do in your free time. Cause that will help you get through that transitional thing. If those don't feel stable, then it's kind of like Tetris isn't the right word, but then like the bricks don't fall apart. Well, if one falls apart and that's okay, things fall out from under us all the time. And sometimes they fall beautifully or like at least okay if you've been taking care of the other blocks. But if they haven't, it's like a full blown avalanche and you can't control any of the elements. And now all the elements feel like they're full blown avalanching. So at the end of the day, it really comes down to self-esteem and you can't have your self-esteem all tied up in your job. The jobs come the jobs go, the jobs change, the culture changes. And so you have to have these elements outside of your job that will help to fulfill you if things are awry with the job. And that's why when it comes down to it, your job is what you do and not completely who you are. Mm 